Welcome to this episode of the podcast, The Centerville Business Beat, produced by Tri-Level Productions. The Centerville Business Beat is a fun and interesting conversation with area businesses about the challenges and successes of serving the Centerville, Ohio community. Here's your host and producer, Terry O'Brien. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's May 2023, and I am very excited to have somebody I've been wanting to talk to for a long time, basically because she's a dentist. She has a practice here in Centerville, Ohio, and we're going to talk all about dentistry, running the practice, and all kinds of fun things with Dr. Angie Monier Tufils. That is correct, Terry. See, you have to help me with pronouncing your last name, but we're just going to go by Dr. Angie for right now. Exactly. Dr. Angie is what I'm known for in the practice. It's how I'm introduced, and it's just simple and easy, kind of like going to the dentist. It should be simple and easy, correct? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we'll get there. So let's talk a little bit about where your practice is located. Yep, we are right there um, on Centerville on 79 West Franklin Street. So it is a couple buildings down from Square One Salon. Um, right across Square One is, you know, City Barbecue and right. Graders. So go down towards Square One Salon on Franklin Street. And we are a white stone building with a blue door. You're right next to the historical building, correct? Exactly. The Walton Museum. The correct. Walton Museum. Yes. Okay. And how long have you had that practice in that building? So this building has actually been around since the 1800s. Okay. Um, it's a historical building, one of few in Centerville, still around. So it's beautiful. And um, it's been passed down from a farmer to a dentist who actually turned this home into a dental office, you know, plumbed it and did everything. Um, his name was Dr. Davis, and he's been there for about, you know, a good 30 some years. And then once he retired, he sold his dental practice to the previous owner before me. Her name is Dr. Vanna Nance, and she brought in, you know, the fax machines. Oh, she modernized uh, it. <laughs> modernized it a little bit. Okay. Um, and she was there for about almost 30 years as well. She retired. I took over about five years ago, and it was a beautiful transition from women dentist to woman dentist. Um, and then we did a little bit more modernizing, got rid of paper charts. We're all computer technology influenced. Um, I can get into all the technology later on in this Love to. podcast. But okay. yeah, that's that's the history of this beautiful building. So what was it like to come in? Because I know you, in previous, you just, you moved here with your husband how long ago? Yes, we uh, moved about 10 years ago. Um, my husband works for the city of Dayton. He's an engineer. And I grew up in northern Kentucky. Now, I'm not an Ohio State graduate. I do I'm support. Sorry. Go Bucks. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I am a Cardinal, so I graduated from University of Louisville um, almost 12 years ago from dental school. And I've been a Northern Kentucky girl my whole life. Um, went to Notre Dame Academy, which is a Catholic girls' school, which is amazing. All right. Um, so you, you said Louisville. Louisville, uh, not Lu- Louisville. Louisville is what I said. Not Louisville. I'm sorry. Okay. There's a oh, Louisville is the proper way to say so it. So you worked at a previous practice as an associate? Yes. And yes. so there was multiple dentist in that practice at the time, right? I've worked at corporate for a while. Corporate dentistry, for those who don't know, it is, um, you know, a dental practice, super busy, uh, multiple dentists at one time. Um, And it's, it's wonderful. For the time being, it's great to get people in and out really quickly. Right. Um, most us solo dental practitioners, business owners, um, usually you know have a little bit more of that connection with the patient. Sure. So corporates more like Aspen Dental. There's a lot of other corporations out there, um, but then usually the 
solo dentists such as myself, we see less volume of patients, but we get to form that connection. So remember that question I asked you a little earlier is described as, is it Mayberry where you relax and people are taking their time to get to know each other? Or is this a fast paced swinging kind of town like New York City where people are coming and going? Yeah, I think it's hard to bring New York City to Centerville, Ohio. (laughs) But regardless, um, no, I am all about relaxing. I love getting to know my patients. Every time they come and go, where have you been? What have you been doing? How is your wife? How are your kids? How is your vacation? These things are important to me. I don't want to just see you talk about your teeth, call out some weird numbers. You don't even know what they mean and tell you, I'll see you next time and walk out. It is not that kind of experience that you get at Dr. Angie's office. All right, so let's, let's spend a little time talking about what makes you unique, unique like that, because that is true. I, I'm not a fan of dentists. I'm not afraid to admit that to you. I'm not either. <laughs> so w- when people come to a dentist, they're usually kind of fearful. How do you relieve, relieve that fear and make them feel more comfortable? What are the things you do that makes your practice unique? Of course. So again, small practice is huge. You get that one-on-one good amount of time with me. At the same time, we have a spa-like atmosphere um, where do we I get want a robe? to... Oh, we have pillows and blankets if you'd like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so we try, we use aromatherapy. So we have a distinguished amount of essential oils that we then place on your napkin to help you inhale and breathe. And being that I've been to the dentist a million times myself, I've had every dental procedure done in my mouth. Yes, people can say it. Root canals, implants, you name it. Been there. Hated the dentist ever since I was a little child. So I understand the anxiety and fear aspect. So we have the aromatherapy. We have TVs on the ceiling of every room. We have headphones. You can listen to cable. You can bring in your own music. Um, You then inhale the aromatherapy. And I talk you through what I'm doing. I let you know how to breathe during, you know, the worst part of the appointment, which I won't say what it is, but everybody hates the numbing part. I actually so. don't mind the numbing part. <laughs> well, then we'll get along great. You yeah. know, it, it's the sound that I hate so much. Which is why we have the headphones. Crank it up. We have cable. Watch whatever you like. Oh, so um, you have, you have a TV, cable TV? Is, in is every it, room in on every, the ceiling. So as you lay down, you are looking at it. Oh, and really? you can listen to it in your ears. That's yes. a brilliant idea. That's wonderful. I'm the same way. I have to bring in my own headphones when I get dental work done because a lot of it is in our heads. We focus. So I always tell my patients, zone out. Yeah. Go far away from this room. Think about what you're going to do after here. What errands do you have coming? Anything to get your mind away from what we're doing will help us get through faster and quicker. Okay, so going back to your small practice, how many people work there? Yes, we have about four people. Okay. Um, so again, there's not, it's it's cozy, it's friendly, people ask about you and your family, and they know, they know, my s- patients love my staff. If one is out sick, they'll ask. They'll ask. They'll ask, you know, they, they know. And so we love that home connection, but at a dental office. So the, the big question that I'm afraid to ask you is, can you describe your bathroom, the Ohio State bathroom <laughs> that has been described to me? Yes. Wait, tell yes. us about the Ohio State bathroom. Yes. So the previous owner was a, a Buckeye, you know, Ohio State graduate, which is amazing. Fully support Ohio State. And so she had the entire bathroom in Ohio State wallpaper Ooh. logo, Ohio State um, chandelier cover, Ohio State everything. 
So that's one thing when I came in, I was like, I'm not changing this because I know people here, the majority are Ohio State graduates and support Buckeyes. And so therefore, let's keep it. So it's a beautiful thing that you will see when you come visit our practice. All right. So we're, we're talking a little bit about the practice of dentistry, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit more about the business side of running a practice, right? As a Heart of Centerville member, yes. right, we're all about helping other Heart of Centerville members out. So maybe there's some things that you're doing that somebody might listen to this podcast and understand, hey, that's an interesting idea. Um, so how do you find new clients? Because again, it, it not because you're a dentist, people just don't show up at your doorstep automatically. You have to go out and find new clients. It would be nice if they did. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> so how do you go find new clients? We do a lot of... You know, social media is huge, huge in this time of year. And not just this time of year, just our lives now. You know, you open up social media to know what your friend did, you know, a week ago or your high school buddy who you haven't even physically seen in 20-something years, yet you're still in contact just by seeing their pictures and family members. So people spend, I would say, a large quantity of their time on social media. So I try to post as many, you know, pictures um, showing you what we're doing in the office, trying to get, you know... Uh, as much information as we can and educational tools on our social media. But so that's how often just, do you post? Uh, that's just kind of so other people might know she's yeah. posting three times a week or yeah, ten times a week. I, I would say the more the merrier, of course. Yeah. Um, I would say post about two, maybe three times a week, just so you can be in people's news feeds. Sure. And, and, and do people see that post and then? They might chime in and say, I use Dr. Angie and she's wonderful. And then somebody else will come to you for that reason. I've had a lot of people, they don't necessarily quote social media, but they'll say, I've seen her name from, you know, like a Facebook page, a mommy's group or something. But usually the biggest one for everyone is Google. You drive by a restaurant, you're going to Google it. See how many reviews they have. See right. what other people are saying about it. So reviews are huge when it comes to marketing. We definitely love our patients, especially when they say, wow, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm like, can you say that in a review? <laughs> That's huge because dentists, say you don't that get that praise. Right. Yeah. So Google reviews are huge. The more you influence, you know, Google, the better. The more you show up on Google searches, right. the better. Um, and, you know, it's just... Google is kind of king in the marketing world. Just curious, have you ever had, because it's not like a restaurant, if somebody has a bad experience at a dentist and they post about it, do you ever follow up on something like that and and reach back out to that person and say, come back in, we want to make sure you're happy? Yes, and we, we do our best to know what was the problem, okay? A lot of it's a misunderstanding. A lot of it, we were talking earlier about dental insurance in general. And so a lot of it is miscommunication between the patient, the dental insurance company, and trying to understand their plans and things like that. So yes, we are all about reaching out. We apologize for feeling that way. There's a lot of things the dental healthcare industry can't necessarily do in response to some of these reviews right. for HIPAA purposes. Um, but yeah, again, we try not to get very many negative reviews, Terry. It's not. <laughs> <All right. laughs> again, that's the beauty of coming to a private dental practice. All right. So you came to Ohio seven, ten years ago? Uh, almost ten years ago. Yeah. And you took over this practice how long ago? Five. Five years ago. Yes. Okay. And is it, a, is it a learning process for you? I mean, are you learning as you go? When you, Not about dentistry itself, but the, the running of the business. What are you learning? What kind of, what kind of t- 
tips or tricks could you help us with that you've yes, learned over yes. time? Yes, definitely. Dentistry is not an issue. I always tell people. No, the got pro- that done. Yes, the the other, you know, learning curves of being a business owner. You know, staff. That's huge. How to handle staff? Um, how to make sure they get their benefits properly? How or do to they handle, teach at dental school? They do not. They give us a business course yeah, one semester. One business course. One business course. <laughs> one semester. And again, that was twelve years ago. Uh, and it's just about you know balancing your books and accounts receivables and how insurance you know pays. And when you're a dental student and you just want to graduate. That information is just like, okay, yeah, that's nice. I'll have an office manager to handle it. Right. Not the case when you're the business owner. Correct. You have to handle all that. You have to look at payroll, benefits, um, you know, things such as owning a property in the city, you know, and city income taxes and um, property taxes. Right. That's something. Oh, do that you was own that new. building? I do. I okay. do own the building and the property. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, maintenance. Our building is beautiful and it needs maintenance. We oh, have yeah. landscaping, uh, snow removal. All these things are important, but it's not dental. Okay, right. It's running the practice. And it, so you have to stay on top of this. All my days off, I'm busy with meetings, accountants, you know, meeting new vendors who want to work with us or, you know, look at property and give us quotes, things like that. So when you're a dentist or a practitioner, you go in, do your work, you leave. But when you're a business owner, you got to do the dentistry. Correct. You got to follow up on the business aspect. Correct. You got to, you know, hire and people leaving or fire. It's just make sure your documentations are in order. It's a lot, you know, different curveball. But like I said, I wouldn't trade it for the relationship I have with my patients, making sure I do my dentistry correct and not rushed is right. huge. Some of those other practices that have four or five dentists, they have to be able to handle four or five dentists. Right. So your time is limited with the patient. And if you mess up, well, hopefully you don't. So Let's one, one of the way. interesting things is we, I do other podcasts with other physicians. And one of the topics that we've covered multiple times is the fact that because they're under a time crunch, they're often when you're in the room and you're talking to them, their back is to you or their side is to you and they're typing on a computer because they have to fill out all this information mm-hmm. because if they don't, they will get behind on the next appointment because they mm-hmm. gave you 20 minutes. They have to do two things at once. Yep. Do you book time like that or do you basically allow a lot of extra time for each patient for conversations and issues? And So that's where your staff is amazing. Yeah. And I pick staff that runs with my practice philosophy, which is patient first. Okay. Patient focused and oriented. So yes, we're not going to sit there and be with a patient in the room for like three hours and keep you waiting. I'm very good about time management and I'm very good and aware with the schedule. So again, being a small practice, I hear when somebody else comes in, I'm aware, please go ahead. The staff knows to seat them so they're not waiting out in the waiting room for yeah. a while and anxious. Sit back, relax. Would you like a bottle of water? Would you like aromatherapy? We make sure they're comfortable. This is a spa. It is, right? Yeah. And then that way, I have time to finish what I need. You're not waiting outside forever. At the same time, my dental assistants are amazing. They type up the notes. If we don't have time to type, we will handwrite them so that we can put them in later <laughs> and not on your time. Got it. All right. So uh, a question that I wanted to follow up with on your conversation you just had was uh, you have to do both. You have to be the, the, the dental expert and you also have to be the business expert. Do you find it's easier to manage your time when you divide those like I'm going to do all my business stuff on Fridays and then you just ignore it till Friday? Or how do you go about the day worrying about things like that? Well, I used to, in the very beginning, do everything on Fridays, but 
<laughs> now um, it's you know most businesses as well don't have Friday availability you know things like that so I do have to split up my time during the week so in between seeing patients I'm on a phone call with somebody I am you know working on getting business documentations together um, I stay in close contact with my accountant during the week so that we don't have to wait till the weekend because I'm also a mother so family life is very important my children are seven and eight years old and wow you know my eight-year-old's an athlete he loves any sport that has to do with the ball he's in baseball <laughs> he's in soccer he did basketball he's doing flag football you name it so I couldn't let the work aspect then carry on home. So I try to get as much of these things done during the week, during business hours. Yep. Okay. But you know, you got to check your email and sometimes that email comes in at eight o'clock at night. So, but I'm a hard worker and I will not ignore things unless it's done. All right. So let's talk, I want to go back and talk a little bit about technology in your yes. practice, right? Uh, are there anything, is there anything coming down the road that's going to make dentistry a little less painful or something like is there lasers coming or anything robotic dentistry anything like that down the road that you know of as far as robotic dentistry they are working on it for sure but to actually get a robot to work on your mouth and not have error or <laughs> every human body is different oh sure everybody's mouth size you know what they can handle pain level tolerance it's different so to get a robot to do that is very difficult which i'm kind of glad because we need our jobs right so in the meantime yes we have done a lot in the practice with technology there is um soft tissue lasers so we don't have to cut anymore in your mouth we what's kinda, a soft tissue laser it's a laser it's seriously people are they get scared when they hear the word laser and i explain it to oh, them no, I'm, like, I'm excited about it it's like a pen Okay, that's yeah. how big it is, size of a pen, and there's a little tip, and yes, it um, uses electrosurge to kind of cauterize the soft tissue. By cauterize, it means, a, I hate the word, but it means like it burns it away slightly. Stops the bleeding. Exactly. There's no yeah. bleeding. Um, when I check on my patients, I'm like, how'd you do? They're like, oh, I'm fine. I didn't feel a thing. I'm like, okay, good. So we use that to remove, you know, little bumps or lumps in the mouth and on the tongue and on the lips that grow. Yeah. And then your body heals just fine and you don't have to worry about it coming oh, back. Cool. There's no cutting. There's no stitches. Um, in my practice, we do same day crowns. So no Same mold. day crowns. Hold it's on. It's amazing. Let's, let's back up a mm -hmm. little bit here. Now, you, do you do root canals or you do, don't do root canals? I only do them on front teeth. I let the specialists handle the back teeth. The because, ones in the back. Yep, yeah. those have a lot more anatomy to them, yeah. and so they can be a lot more complicated. And if you don't do it properly, you can then be in a lot of pain even after the root canal. So okay. I let them focus on that. So you do, but the same day crown. So in my life, when I go to the dentist and I get a root canal, I go get a temporary crown. Right, then I come back three months later oh, for God. the original clown, and the clown they got to pop the other one off and yes. put the other one on. And yes. So how do you do the same day? Yes, and that's the beauty again of having your own practice. I can dictate what software and what amazing technology I can utilize versus corporate. That's like you know we will cross that bridge later. You just have to work with what you have. So with same day crowns, we seriously prep the tooth that day. You hang out with me for a couple hours. Most of the time, you're not opened, okay? Your mouth is, once we're done prepping, which takes about 20, maybe 30 minutes right. max, then you sit around and wait. I have a milling unit that will make the crown. It's a porcelain crown, so it's all white. It makes the tooth right there. We have a scanner and the milling unit. The scanner uses 3D technology to send then kind of like a file, like 3D printing, to this milling unit. And the milling unit will then make the tooth, 
you're hanging out, watching TV, relaxing, drinking water, you know, playing games on your phone, whatever. Once it's made, we try it on. I, everything's digital in our practice, so I take a digital x-ray. I want to make sure it fits good. I want to make sure it looks good and that everything is sealed. And then we have an oven that gets up to like, you know, 750 or even higher, like a thousand degrees Fahrenheit wow. because it's a firing oven that's yeah. going to then cause the porcelain um, to crystallize. Kind of like you're doing a pottery. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta, you exactly. Gotta yeah. Yep. Yep. We glaze it, we make it pretty, and then we glue it on that day. So you have breaks in between the appointment, but you walk out with a tooth. That's amazing. It's fabulous. I love doing it. It's one of my favorite procedures because you get to see the broken tooth or the cracked tooth and, you know, they have sharp edges and they walk out with a full solid tooth that day. And it's And, you, and you're able to color it to match the other mm -hmm. teeth. We try to color it. We use standardized tooth colors for molars. Right. Now, for front teeth, I am very finicky. Oh, sure. And yeah, picky. You and everybody's front teeth, I want it when we do it to look like nobody knows you had any dental work done. <laughs> so I make sure those are the only ones I send out to the lab because they have different colors of porcelain they can put on the top, middle, and biting edge. They can make it beautiful and match it perfectly. And I want the artists to do that, to do that. So that's the, pretty much the front teeth. But we have Zoom whitening, which is huge yeah. for our practice. So a lot of people would love in-office dental whitening. It's the strongest and fastest method to whiten your teeth. One sitting you get four 15-minute sessions. So how do you tell people all about these great things, right? Other than, I mean, you, you, you put an ad in the paper, say same-day crowns, we do Zoom white. Do you advertise that, or is it just word of mouth? It's A lot of it's word of mouth. Okay. A lot of it's listed on our websites, so Google picks it up. Um, but, yeah, we do get a lot of referrals from inpatients, you know, patients wow. already existing. They love it. It wasn't bad. They tell their coworkers. They tell their neighbors. You know, they bring in their spouse, who their spouse hasn't been to the dentist in years. A big thing of our practice is we are judgment free. Judgment free. You sound yes. like a, the, the gym I went to had yes. on the door of Planet <laughs> Fitness. We're yes. judgment free. Yes. I mean, hey, physical appearance is everything. Some people are shy about their teeth. They haven't been to the dentist in 20 years. And my philosophy is you made it here. That's what counts. All right, so one last question before we wrap this up. Sure. I could talk all day long with you. Me I, too. I'm, I'm fascinated by this stuff. I love it. Well, my daughter recently didn't go to the dentist for uh, you know, a, a, a while. Then she had to go in for a deep cleaning. What mm -hmm. is a deep cleaning? What yep. do they do? So anytime we do a regular six months cleaning, we are polishing the teeth and removing some gunk that is just on the tooth and barely the area where you floss. You're so scraping, where you floss? Yeah. yeah um, I like the word removing versus <laughs> scraping. Scraping All seems right. a little vicious. But yes. Yeah. So any area under that that you can't reach by yourself that in our regular, you know, cleaning, we can't get under that. And sometimes that gunk is hard as a rock. Right. So the longer you stay away from the dentist, the gunk under your gums gets harder bigger, eats away at bone. Yeah. Yadi, I could preach for an hour about this. But the point is, you can't reach it and you never will until your teeth are loose. And then people panic. So we always say, come in, get your deep, quote unquote, cleaning, okay. where we break it up in sessions, we make sure you're comfortable. Once you do that, you don't have to have it done. You just stay on top of it, you come back every three months, the gunk is easy to remove, it flushes right out, yeah. and we can keep you on a regular 
cleaning cycle and save those teeth from being loose or having any issues. All right, so. I, I'm sorry. I have one more question. Of I course. Are there things you can apply to teeth to coat them with something that protects them from cavities? Yes, yes. What, what is that? So it's, it's called fluoride varnish. So when you get your teeth cleaned at the dentist, I always tell my patients, we have now removed the gunk. We now make sure your teeth are nice and smooth, okay? And it's kind of like having, when somebody washes their face, the pores are open, okay? Yeah. And that's when they put all the treatment on their face and make sure it's moisturized and beautiful to absorb all that. Same thing, the teeth are now clean and open. So we recommend before you drink any juice, coffee, eat anything, and kind of mess that cleansliness off, we yeah. apply something only at the dental office because we have to get this with our license. It's called fluoride varnish. So it's like a paint. We paint it on those teeth and it absorbs, kind of like your night cream and moisturizer. That's not that stuff they put on that little thing, the brush at the end of the thing, no. kind of polish. That's a polish. You said it. That's a polished paste. Okay. So that's like your facial scrubber. Okay. You're scrubbing. Yeah. And so then everything's open. We apply that on. Patients cannot eat or drink for 30 minutes or a little bit longer. And it helps them that pay or that um, varnish is absorbed into the teeth because I have people who are like you know what I can't do this right now I'm like that's fine when you're ready let me know but let's put on this medication to make sure things are being you know not progressing let's put it that way sure so it well, really how, helps. Long, how does it protect what does it do just so mm -hmm. I just yeah fluoride remineralizes enamel and it will help protect me from cavities yes not forever no it depends on your homework too okay <laughs> you know it's kind of like okay let me just you know put this nice facial cream on my face and go jump in a mud bath and hope i right. still look good you know so it's it's the same concept as long as you're doing your homework brushing twice a day flossing everybody hates flossing using any electric toothbrush, we prefer Sonicare, but whatever you prefer, do your homework at home, all right? And that should then help keep you steady at least to the next six months. Now, if things are progressing, you're drinking Mountain Dew, you're drinking, and see a lot of teens do energy drinks now, which are loaded with sugar and acid. It's kind of like Mountain Dew, but in a nicer way, they, you know, energy right, drinks flavored. Right. All that stuff is just, it's just like putting your face in the mud and you're wondering why it's not getting clean. You know, same philosophy. All right. So uh, as we sign off with this podcast, by the way, I love talking to you. I could talk all day Thank long. You. And I appreciate you coming here. This has been sponsored by the Heart of Centerville Washington Love Township. Love the Hearts. Yes, I'm a member. I fully support the Heart of Centerville. They've been amazing. And every member is unique. Every business is fabulous. And it's so nice to be part of a amazing community for business owners. Well, very good. And... and one, one last tip you got to give our listeners. Of course. If I had eight out of 10 dentists in this room, what toothpaste would they recommend? <laughs> That's a great question, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it depends on what you need because if you're sensitive, there's sensitive toothpaste. If you're into, you know, you want to try the whitening, there's a white. If you have dry mouth, there's, sen you know, certain things in toothpaste you want to avoid if you have dry mouth. Okay. So it's just, it's hard to give you an answer, but, you know. They're all fabulous. I'm gonna They're say. All, you're not gonna. You're not gonna toss your weight toward one toothpaste or another. I can't all do right. that. I'm going with Crest, by the okay. way. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'll agree for a little bit with Crest, but yeah, Colgate. They all have great options. You know, it's kind of like cola and Pepsi. That's right. Right. We go with Coke. There you go. Uh, all right. Well, folks, this has been Terry O'Brien with Tri Level Productions here for the Central Business Beat, featuring today Dr. Angie Monier Tufil. That's right. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Angie. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Terry. Thank you for listening to the Centerville Business Beat. 
For information about having your business showcased on an upcoming episode, please email Tri-Level Productions at Terry O'Brien at TriLevelRecords.com.